This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10 for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give Fine Dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy, the number one fuck boy, standing at six foot one, six foot two, six foot two and a quarter, depending on his footwear. He is 300 pounds, 299 as of last week, definitely 306 as of today. It's me, the fuck boy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, no shout out from Arthur. He is in our Western Valverde office, which is my living room. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, longtime friend, sauna fucking compatriot. We got my, from Bruce Brothers on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. We got Mike fucking Castle. <laughs> wow. I can't believe I'm finally here. Me neither. Uh, Mike Castle, the name of a hard-boiled uh, detective, but in this case, it is a six-foot-nine gangly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my my uh, one of my favorite nicknames I would get up uh, or get all the time growing up was just White Castle. I oh, that it. that I makes total like, Oh, great! Oh, As nice. a, a Chicago kid, you, White Castle yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember someone said it like it was a burn once, and I was very much like, "Oh yeah, right. it's almost." Very uh, clarifying. It sounds very similar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, dude, yeah, you have one of those names that, like, it sounds generic, but because of, not, it doesn't sound generic, it's two words we know, but because of, like, literature, it sounds like the name of, like, the alias of a superhero or, like, yeah, a, totally, a hard-nosed yes. cop or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, not, yeah. not a comedy writer. <laughs> from, yeah, yeah, I know, dude. It's great. <laughs> It's Mike Castle. Yeah. And it's like, so he's just like pounding a garbage can. And you're like, what's in there? This person didn't recycle. Uh, <laughs> wait, did you, do, have you ever considered changing your last name or a nickname to The Rook? I'm just saying. For, for like chess stuff or something? Yeah, and it's a castle in chess. Ugh. I'm just saying. Yeah. I haven't considered it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, castling yeah, is no. already a chess term. <laughs> it's already a oh, term. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck Multiple it. people have, have you... said that to me where they, they make some chess pun, and I'm like, 
Castling is a thing in chess. It's already, <laughs> we're set. I'm all set with the puns. Fine. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that works. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next question. <laughs> uh, wait, do you want to try marijuana during this? Oh, I would love to experiment with cannabis. I'm just not sure about it, and I've always wanted to know. Let's get mighty, as we say. <laughs> that keeps the cops off our trail. Uh, weird to even mention cops today as we are recording this the week of uh, protests here in Los Angeles. Um, I feel awful, but my the show I have to put out an episode every week. I don't want to break the streak now. And But I thought that's why we should have two white comedians on to talk about <laughs> learning as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Two white comedians <laughs> casually smoking weed without fear of consequence. Yeah, we will fix the world, the two of us. Uh, I was also thinking about this earlier today. It's funny that I'm I'm now on this podcast. I feel like I, uh, maybe over a year and a half ago was when you first were like, yeah, you should do the podcast. And now it's it's within the window of time where there are mass riots and protests in the streets. <laughs> So it's really good. <laughs> I, 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 well, I think it was three years ago when you said you should be on the podcast. And then two- I, I, well, let, me, let me tell you, let me tell you. I had a friend tell, like, I, I, I'll give you the chronology of it because I know you have a good memory and we like to, you know, show off our few talents. So it, what it was actually was that I once tweeted, I've never seen any of the Rocky movies except Rocky Balboa. Oh, and right. then you said you should come on High and Mighty and talk about that. I wasn't super familiar with the podcast at the time, so I was like, oh, cool. And then I had like multiple friends in Chicago who love the podcast going like, you got to take him up on that. And I was like, oh, sweet. Okay, great. But yes. I appreciate your dig of changing the chronology to <laughs> make now, me feel small. Hey, long story short, you're here. We've had yep. way more than hour and a half long conversations off mic. So absolutely, might as well have one on mic. Is that Dude, my house? That's off, it's mine. <laughs> I set off the fire alarm. I did this the other day. <laughs> Give me a moment. I hope you learned your lesson for experimenting with marijuana. Uh, for the listeners, you're probably hearing Mike's uh, smoke alarm go off at the same time as you're hearing my volcano filling up a balloon. Oh, yeah. I'm smoking island guava at a uh, ground up in, in a volcano bag. Love those. I just smoked uh, Jack Herrera, which I've been saving for this. Um, I love, my fave. I love that's my, one of my favorite strains of all time too, and possibly because the first time I went to a like the first time I started learning about cannabis, I was like, "Give me like the most pure sativa," and they were like, "It's yep. Jack Herrera," and yep. I was like, yep. "God!" And then it just burned in my head. I'm like, "That's the good same. shit." Yeah, absolute same. <laughs> if I I hear blackjack, I go like, "So that's a little Herrera in there, huh?" All right, I'll get that. <laughs> and they're like, "Please leave, sir." <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, "Don't point at me." <laughs> Um, well, one of the, one of the many things we have in common is our uh, desire to learn. I guess yes. our I, I, it stems from curiosity, obviously. Yeah. But the more over the last couple of years, I realized I hadn't learned anything new in a long time, and I was like, "Ooh, maybe it's time to learn new physical and mental things." And so, in the last few years, I've been actively pursuing that, and I feel like it's been so beneficial to my mental health. I was just going to say it's all about mental health. That's like, like, I'm definitely a curious person, but mainly I'm like, 
Well, when I don't have anything I'm like working on that's, you know, sort of based in like learning, then I go like, I guess the world is bad and life is pointless. Uh, but if I can distract myself with learning enough things, then I'm like, <laughs> that's all right. Life's fine. Well, I kind of feel, I, I feel the same. I, I, so much stuff I do, I thought I was doing for whatever. And then I, it all just traces back to mental health. Like just oh, exercising. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got to get back into the gym. And I'm like, oh, because I'm mentally fucked up that now that I'm yeah, not yeah, exercising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. And it happens to also be like peak stressful time in society in, in mm-hmm. to every, uh, to varying degrees for everybody. I understand that, but it's just a wild time. And so diving into learning here before, before we got on today, I was thinking of this. Yeah. I think a lot of it stems from me is my love of like video games, D&D, uh, like role-playing games where there's like this leveling up. Yes. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And I think to just break it down from a purely nerd point of view, it's like, you just gained plus five points in conversational Spanish. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Upper body strength, <laughs> upper body strength plus three. You know, yeah. like after, yeah, yeah. you're like, there's just something about that where... You're it's adding like, it to the D20 and you're going like, all right, so we got 20 already and then plus three. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is good for yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> it is It is sort of like uh, a nerdy way to look at self-improvement of just like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're but like, also like I the, gained a level. I now speak what, what, Mandarin. What, what, what was well, what was like the first thing that you were like, I, I have no reason to learn this, but I'm going to learn this. Do you remember like what the, like as an adult, do you remember what that was? Ooh, that's a great. That's a great question. That's a. That's because that's the answer, right? I don't need to learn this. I want to learn this. Yeah. I yeah. Would, yeah. I would. Yeah. I would say in the last, the the first one that was a decision I remember. There's probably one before this, but a big one yeah. was scuba diving. I was. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Because I had been. T- I I love the ocean. I love the beach. I love traveling, and I'm like always. You know, I love snorkeling. I love all this shit. And I was yeah. just always a little afraid. And I also just didn't feel like the effort that goes into learning an, an activity. Yeah, because that's that's like, what is that? That's like a commitment. You go to like a place like every week and you, yeah, like, you it's go there for like three hours. and It's four full days, like two days of pool, two days of ocean. Um, and uh, like 10 hours of online quiz taking, lesson learning uh, and shit like that. Uh-huh. It's wild. Uh I definitely I mean, did the bare fucking, minimum amount how, of work. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I did the yeah. bare minimum hey, amount of work. and then on our own <laughs> curriculum. Yeah. I did my bare amount of work, and then I'm like, yeah. smash cut to me in a pool with like, all right, now everyone to the bottom of the 15-foot deep pool. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Dude, actually, my, my sole experience with scuba diving was – in the, you know, you got to go on these like spirit journeys after your dad dies or whatever. So like right after my dad died, I went on this big thing where I was like, I'm going to sleep outside and bum around Europe and do all this bullshit I've always wanted to do. And one of the things I always wanted to do was go to this place that's called Deep Blue. And it's this like, or wait, no. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the chess no, wait, playing no, that's robot. That's the chess one. Wait, yeah, no. Because <laughs> then there's Y40. Fuck, it's in uh, uh, Brussels, Belgium. And, and it is, it was... Until the day before I got there, the deepest indoor pool in the world. And then literally the day I got there, they announced in Italy, they had made one that was 50 feet deeper. And I was like, <laughs> um, 
But so I, I went to this place in, in Brussels, and it happened to be when there was this big, like, workers' strike. And so there was just rioting in the streets. Like, it was truly crazy. I couldn't get into a hotel, so I'm, like, sleeping in a park. Like, it's that kind of deal. And then I was like, but I got to go to this place. I got to do this swimming bullshit. And so I go to this place, and it's just, like, it's, like, it's not. It's a one-story place. There's like it's super nondescript, and then you go in, and then you go down a flight of stairs, and then it's this pool that then goes down 115 feet. 115 feet deep, and it's in the city. And it's inside. Yeah, I was like, I walked there. Like it was crazy. <laughs> That's and <then> horrifying. You, <laughs> it was, and it's also full of like man-made like caves and shit. Yeah, bodies floating. <laughs> Actually, weirdly, there was this like water aerobics class happening while I was there. So I didn't even get certified. I went in with this guy who spoke no English. And I was like, I'm a good swimmer. I was on the swim team and stuff growing up. So I was like, I'm a good swimmer. I, I, it is my goal to get to the bottom of this pool. So I want to do that. And he was like, uh, uh, mm, uh, uh. And then he just puts the suit on me. And I was like, okay. We just get in the pool. And then everything we do is like nonverbal. So he'll be like, under, under. And then we go under and he's like, and he's like blowing these like circles through the water and all this shit. And then he's like getting me to go up and down, showing me how to adjust the pressure and all this shit. And then we just slowly go down and we go through these like little caves and shit. There's like a restaurant in there. This is a bit you'll like. There's a restaurant. So there's like windows everywhere. You can look into this restaurant. There's like 50 people in this place. They're all looking, but they don't give a shit. It's like they're locals or something. So they're just like, oh, yeah, people in the pool. Whereas I'm like down there. I'm like, oh, oh my God. And they just don't Wait, care at all. So you're you're dropping down, regulating yeah. along the way, which is the yeah. scariest part of it's so scuba scary. diving. It's Yes. I had like... A, because you hit these like walls where you go like, wait, I gotta like pause here for and adjust, a while, and then I like, think. Yeah. and then like medically on the way up, you have to pause yeah. too. Oh, like, I know the going up thing makes it kind of meditative because you go like, even if I panic, I kind of can't move. Where well, you go like, I I'm starting to get scared, but actually, I just gotta stay right here. It's bizarre. I just gotta stay right here. See, that's what stressed me out about it was yeah. the I couldn't just push off the bottom and kick, 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 right. kick, and be like, right. ah. But like the first time I was down at the bottom of the ocean off of Catalina, it was like forty feet deep or whatever. I was just th down there, and that's like, much scarier to me than what I did. See, the ocean is so much scarier to me. It's so than what scary. I did. It was so it's scary. The to scariest, be down there. It is the scariest place in the world. I, it is so scary. Oh, see, for me, the ocean is less scary than like the ability that's like, remember, you, if you lose this thing, you drown. If you try to yeah. go up too fast, you die. Like all that yeah. stuff. I, I have claustrophobia and the mask and the uh, snorkel and the, even the weighing down and the wetsuit all started yeah. to like activate it. And like, yeah. and like, I'm supposed to be doing drills. So my instructor comes <laughs> over and they're like, all right, you take your tank off and then you take your thing out of your mouth and find it all and get it back in. And he goes over to me and I go, give me like two minutes. And he's like, you okay? I'm like, yep. Just, and, and you, you, you saying, you can't talk, so it's it's yeah. almost interesting to do it with a foreign yeah, yeah. someone who speak doesn't speak English because it doesn't I still matter. Like, I, I still like hold this guy in a really like fond light. Like I was like, he was a really good guy. I liked him quite a bit. We never exchanged any meaningful oh, mean, words. Like as you went below the Earth's surface, you were locked eye, <laughs> eye to eye with a, a, a Belgian stranger. Yeah, and of he's course. like he's like blowing cool like shaped bubbles at me and like wow. <laughs> so wait, as you go down though, you're going past restaurants that have windows and shit 
So like huh? this this restaurant has a window that looks into the side of this pool. Yeah. That's specifically there are the there are like a bunch of like um like uh like caves kind of these like man-made caves. I think they're all in the shape of like octagons and you like swim through those and you don't you can't see anything there. But there's this one there's this like the main spot. It's like right in the center of it. Um, and it, it is like, it goes, I'm going to send you a picture of this Please when do. we're done here. Please do. And it, it just goes, it, it is a, a 115 foot all the way down. And so like, right <laughs> when you look, it, it's like dark down there, you know? And, and you go like, but as you're going down in that, then you pass these like windows along the way. It's uh, very strange. That's so weird. So are there yeah. businesses like built underground there or is it like? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go to any of the restaurants, but I, I didn't expect any of it either. Like. There was like a swimming shop and I went in there and I was looking at shit. I wore like my high school gym shorts and then (laughs) I like, we start going down and all this shit and I'm seeing these places. I was like, there's fucking restaurants in here. This is crazy. (laughs) It was awesome. That's wild. Uh, Yeah. I I went to uh, Munich, Germany for my bachelor party at uh, my dad who was, who was technically like culturally German, which is the most insane phrase to say, but his... His dad abandoned him when he was a kid and he was raised by a German stepdad. So like he r- no raised in a German speaking household and all that. Uh, well, a bilingual household and all that shit. So we were like, oh, and when my dad died, me and my brothers who have never had never left the country at that point, were like, we should leave the country. We might as well go to Germany. And we went. We're also like, I guess, accidentally in honor of my father, who was an alcoholic, chose to go to Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah, smart. Yeah, <laughs> Ger- German. The German language was actually the first thing I ever started learning for no reason. Oh, yeah. You, I, I you are I like a, a prolific writer, reader, and from what I can gather, you learn trying to learn multiple languages. Well, like I, I basically, I, I put German on a back seat because it's like. It's not that hard. Like, it's hard. It's definitely hard. But it's like, um, at, a, at a certain point, you go like, mm, I'm fluent enough. I well, get this. Aren't you also trying to learn Japanese now? Yes. Well, that's I, what I was going to say. It's like, and that's wildly German, more difficult, right? It, it's extremely difficult. And especially coming from, like, German became so easy to me after I'd been doing Japanese for two years. Like, for Bruce Brothers, they were like, you got to do this German stuff. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll look back into that. And I was looking at that shit. I was like, this is so fucking easy. It's crazy. Because with Japanese, you're looking at other characters and then corresponding different phonetic bases. Oh, right. It, like, with, like with, with Germany, like, with, all, with almost all the European languages, like we have phoneticism on our side. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I can read it. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I like, can say it. I don't know it what out. it means. Yeah. I can sound like, out, but like, like, if you put the first Chinese, the first Japanese year of learning, <laughs> first year of learning Japanese, it's just you going, it, it's just you trying to get to that point. It's just you trying to go like, I now know that that says konichiwa. Yeah. I now know that. Right. And that's a word I know. But then I know that that says atsura, and I don't know what that means, but now I can read it. Now I'm at the level I'm at with Spanish, right. which I'm not good at <laughs> at all, but right. I can read. And like English has like its roots in so many of these European languages. So you're For like, sure. like using- German, it's like, dude, there's so many things in German where like, it, it, it almost feels uncool to learn because it's so obvious. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> I, like, I have to get on DOS computer and use <laughs> DOS yeah, internet. Yeah. It's like, like oh. awesome. <laughs> I think I know what he's saying. <laughs> like, when, like when Lauren and I were in <clears throat> Tokyo, it was like mind-blowing to her that I would be like, that says this. We should go there. That says this and all that shit. And, and it, it was also mind-blowing to me. I was like, that's the best part of learning something for no reason is then you go like, I... 
there are rewards no matter what. But then when we were in Germany, I went there with this same sense that I had in Tokyo where I was like, I'm going to blow Lauren's fucking mind. But then everything we look at, she's like, oh, what does that say? Like ice rink or something? I was like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's I, I don't ice mean, rink. <laughs> I don't mean to minimalize a language or whatever, but to me, the fake German, like the fake Spanish is like adding like, you know, like have to go to the El Ice Rinko. But like, yeah, like yeah. The, the German version of that is like Das Ice Rink. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, like, it's scarier. It's definitely yeah. scarier. <laughs> but but also you, they add like random suffixes where it'd be like Das Das ice rink in for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, right, right. That's more like das ice in rink for you. Like my favorite word that I learned in German was, uh, it's the word for CEO and it's Geschäftsführer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's evil. That's bad. That guy's not good. Yeah, it's like uh, something to keep in mind uh, here in America. <laughs> um. <laughs> I've been doing uh I used to speak pretty decent conversational Spanish and then mm-hmm. didn't touch it for like 6 years and now I've been back on uh Duolingo and Yeah, back. what are you on day 72 now? I think I'm keeping track of yours from when you shamed me. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, uh thank God for streak freezes uh Stephen. Oh, up. dude, I know. I got one last night that was like, "Do you want to you know, your savior streak?" I was like, "Oh god, oh shit." You know, it's dude, it's crazy how much the um your focus can dwindle in like a week. Where I'll be like, dude, I was at the top of the Obsidian League. <laughs> and then like this week I'm just like plummeting and everything cuz I'm like doing the bare minimum to get through. Dude, shit. And also, like, every once in a while, I'm like, I thought I did one today. And it's like, it's five minutes to do one lesson. And I keep being like, I swear I already did this. I'm not trying to, like, God forbid I did it twice. And I want to learn Spanish personally. (laughs) Like, I know it's, I'm the only one who's keeping tabs on myself. (laughs) And and I'm still dropping the the ball. That's the most bizarre thing about all this. (laughs) It's like, well, that's what, even what you're saying with, like, scuba and stuff. It's like, you want to do it. But you're still kind of looking at it like school. But I think that we are probably in a similar boat of like, I didn't try hard at school at all, but it was like pretty easy. Yeah. And so I was always like, oh, I don't need to stress about this. This is not worth thinking about really. I think we're the norm. So long as I do the bare minimum. I think we're the norm in like the improv world. It's just because yeah, it's like, I think so too. Because it has, it requires a level of intelligence to just part to participate in it, but also it requires no effort. So a yeah, lot of like, yeah. a lot of like gifted students just end up being like, well, it's comedy, but I don't have to like try hard and and work at it to get better than that. I don't have to yeah. repeat anything ever. I never have to. And, and it's also like, you you benefit from finding shortcuts. Like you benefit in improv if you go like nah, and then you just go to the thing you want to say. It's like it's it's what we want to do in school. Where I want to go, I already aced it. It's good. You know, let's do the next thing now. You know, All right, yeah, hey teacher, uh, we uh, cut to the finals. We cut to the region. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I fail. We cut to summer school. It's all good. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think I think you're right. Part of that is I never. I never wanted to learn because school was never hard. I never, I never tried hard. I never cared. And now I now I care partially maybe because I feel my intelligence slipping. And if intelligence, maybe I mean focus or ability to focus or, uh, I I feel like it's probably also a leveling. Maybe it's a leveling of the playing field. That's something I always think where I go like, well, each year that I get older, 
I should know significantly more than I knew last year. <laughs> and so, like, especially because I'll meet a 21-year-old and he's like, well, I'm actually fluent in German and Dutch or something. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. And then I, it's like, oh, They're I got to like, have more what things. A, <laughs> hey, Gabrus, what have you done? You're 17 yeah. years older than me. It's like, yeah, exactly. I did four days of scuba and still haven't gone on a scuba trip. <laughs> but uh, but self-contained underwater, breathe underwater. <laughs> Under, that's my point. That's what, no, I'll, leave, I'll leave it at underwatting. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Show, don't tell. We get it. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I think that's one of the things that separates me from a lot of my fr- friends of the past, which I guess is maybe... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for where it's like... Uh, this is literally my favorite game. What's the word I'm looking for? I, I, this is my whole relationship with Lauren. I love this, so yeah. go ahead. There's a word I'm looking for uh, where it's like minimalizing of someone's uh, ex- experiences or whatever. Or like uh, where you... Reductive? You reduct, exactly. Painting with broad strokes. Reductive. Yeah. I might be being reductive here, but one of the main things that separates me from a lot of my family and friends back east is the desire to learn more or to yeah. know more. And then I find this being accidentally way too zeitgeisty, but I have the ability to like change my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, oh my God. I can admit when I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, I will say like, I used to think this was okay. I realize yeah. now, uh, uh, drag me to fucking hell, but I, I now know that that was wrong. I yeah. used to, I, I'm an ex dirt bag. Like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my brother does this thing that just drives me fucking insane, which is like, he will say, like, when we talk now, he's older than me. He'll, I'll say something. I'll go, like, well, yeah, I, I love that about some random thing. And then he'll go, yeah, but you hated that when you were a kid. And so then it's like, I'm lying now that I say I like it. I'm like, no, I. I just changed my, I tried it. What do you mean? My, like, it, it makes it, he holds me to this, like, standard of how I was when I was 13. And I'm like, I, why? My college, why? My college roommates were roasting me because I didn't smoke pot in college, but we were all on a big Zoom and they were all drinking and I wasn't drinking and I was smoking. And they were like, oh, now, uh, why didn't you smoke with us back then? And I'm like, yo, I changed my opinion. Yeah, uh, uh, it's okay. It's okay. I can't <laughs> change the old one. Don't you want, you can smoke pot with me? now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh you don't I, want to because you're a father of three and like have this insanely stressful job yeah okay well <laughs> well i'm gonna roast you about that later yeah i made better choices <laughs> um but also like i i once was telling a friend of mine i was telling my friend's dad who is like one of my you know after you lose your dad you you, you seek out dads everywhere and oh, so yeah. one of my friend's dads is one of my dads you know and he, I just always tell him random shit that I'm doing. And I always kind of want him to make fun of me because he's like, he's Cuban. So he <laughs> likes to rip on me. And um, uh, I was like, I recently was like, oh yeah, well, I've been learning Japanese for like three years. And he was like, why? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I just like, I think it's cool and interesting. He's like, how are you going to use it? And I was like, I don't know. I, but uh, to me, I'm like, that's all of my learning is that. I go like, no, I'll just learn that. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Well, you're... You're obviously based on what I know about you, like a fan of traveling. 
right? You travel, you travel independently a bunch. You travel uh, yeah. with with your wife a bunch. You travel with your in laws, which I'm just yeah. gonna <laughs> say is one of the most just your in laws for the listeners. We don't have to go into any personal details, but this dude went on vacation with just his, and vacation in quotes. <laughs> I don't even answer the phone yeah, when my mother-in-law say, or father-in-law calls. I, I, anytime, anytime anyone talks about this, anytime someone says this is weird, I'm like, it's the opposite of weird. <laughs> like, first of all, you've met Lauren's dad. Yeah, he's cool as hell. He's yeah. cool as fuck. And he's, he's and we don't have dads. <laughs> exactly. And he's very similar to me, and I find him very humorous. And also, everyone in the family is always like, you know, they're always like, oh, well, he's, he's on his own thing or whatever. And I'm like, I think I'm on the same tip yeah. as he is, yeah. actually. And so he was like, I'm going to go to Cambodia to do this thing. And I was like, I, to bike across from Cambodia to Thailand. And I was like, I'll go. I'll, I'll film it. That sounds awesome. It was awesome. It was truly great. It was truly one of the most enjoyable trips of my life. That's what I'm saying. That I know you do stuff like that. And I know you also recently went to Japan. So like learning Japanese might be not for completely no reason, but it's definitely not like it's going to take That's you a good point. thousands of hours of thousands of hours of work for a, you know, annual Eight day vacation or whatever that if you right. if you go, if you but, went every year which twenty twenty not sure well, there, we're traveling there, much yeah seriously but there's this sense that I have <laughs> it's it's like it's like it's similar to embarrass it's like a coupling of like embarrassment and a sense of like involuntary disrespect where when I go to another place and I can't speak the language I feel so bad like I feel not only stupid but I feel mean and so like when Say- I remember what. It, it, it's any place I've been like when we first went to Japan, I, I never thought I would go to Japan. It never even was on my radar at all. And then we went there and I was like, this is like the coolest fucking place I've ever been. But then I was like, I, I can't even say what street we were just on. Cause I'm like, I can't read any of it. it it's just nothing. It's just ever I am. I'm just a helpless baby. And like, <laughs> we go in all these places and we're trying to order food. And I'm like, I can't. And I'm just like pathetic. And it was like, to me, the experience of going to Japan and feeling that and then going back two years later and being like telling cab drivers where we're trying to go. I'm asking questions about the food. I'm saying that I need food to be vegetarian. I can order different kinds of beer like I can order for Lauren. Like it it was the most rewarding learning experience I've ever had. And in Japan, where they are so appreciative of things like that, like. I remember we went into this one hotel and she clicks the button for the floor we were on and I just said the number in Japanese and she just like lit up. She was like, Nihongo ga? Hanasimasu ga? And I was like, oh, 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 yeah, it's koshi, it's koshi. And it was like the best shit ever. And it was like, anytime I saw her after that, she, would be, she was so nice. And it was, dude, it's just the best, man. It was like, I, I long to recreate See, that, that feeling. That's fu- all right, so so let's talk about this a little bit because I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna wedge this into my uh, thesis statement earlier. That's like you you did a mission, you you did it, and you were like, "That was a lot of fun going to Japan. How can I make it better, more fun? Eliminate this level of embarrassment I have." You're like, "I'm gonna go grind and gain levels. I'm gonna go yeah. fucking learn. yeah, exactly. Like, I'm gonna and I'm I was gonna like, go into you know this what? Woods. It was fun, but I was weak. <laughs> I kept almost dying while I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I got to get my new magical items. I got to learn right. my... Yeah. I need my language armor. I definitely need my respect armor. Right. Do you experience stress, anxiety, chronic pain, or have trouble sleeping? I'm sure your answer is yes, because uh, 2020 is doing as 2020 does. You're not alone, okay? We all do. 
Personally, I use uh, THC and CBD, and when uh, it comes to CBD, Feels, F-E-A-L-S, is premium CBD that's delivered directly to your doorstep. It works naturally to reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I like to take a big dose at night before I go to sleep just to help with relaxation. And then sometimes uh, if I'm experiencing some midday anxiety, I might do some more drops. Uh, and I, I enjoy the feeling it gives me. So all you have to do is place a few drops of feels under your tongue and you can feel the difference within minutes. Uh, CBD is about finding the right dose. Everyone's dose is different. Mine is high. You don't have to do that. But you can test it over the course of the week. It makes sense. And if you're so confused by CBD, Feels offers a CBD hotline to help you guide. So it's all natural. The Feels community is a membership. It gets Feels delivered to your door every month, and you'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel anytime. So uh, I... And do get free product from uh, advertising for them, but I'm also signed up to buy more because I can't keep requesting free monthly samples of CBD. So there's my testament. Feels has me feeling my best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash mighty, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash mighty to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash mighty. A similar story for me, uh, I, I used to speak kind of conversational Spanish because I took it in high school, and my childhood best friend was Cuban, weirdly was it, small Was world. it just four, four years that you did Spanish, or was it like you were doing it even then because of the childhood friend? I, 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 was, I was speaking it kind of casually because the childhood friend, and we would go visit his grandparents in Miami, and English was their second language. So when we would stay there, which was the first time... I, I owe a lot to this family. They got me on a plane for the first time because my mom was afraid to fly. So they, I, I, they flew me down to Miami. I went. They taught me Spanish. They opened my eyes. What, to like, what was your dad's to take on flying? To like Cuban cafes. Oh, he didn't care. But he, my dad was cheap and six foot five, so he sure. never wanted to be on a plane to begin. Totally with. get that. Yeah. Um, and he was like, we we drove to Florida every year, but uh, <laughs> wait, uh, I, I can't even imagine the holidays. Oh, it's, I can't even imagine what it's like, and and it's kind of like the thing that I, I'm not a big like I have a lot of regrets kind of guy. But I would say if I had a regret, it's that I didn't try to learn any language earlier. So like the idea of learning Spanish from your friend, I'm like, what is that even like? Like, are you just pick? He's like saying phrases, and you're just parroting those, or is he like, is he ever explicitly yeah. like tutoring you? He's like, yo means I, soy or whatever. You know, I don't know Spanish. <laughs> No, I, I never, I, I literally learned it. I literally learned it like phrase by phrase, like yeah. collecting idioms more or less because right. he didn't even speak that much Spanish. We, he, he didn't even like, Oh, interesting. He didn't even speak that much Spanish in the house. He could, but we were such like little American kids. As a matter of fact, all we wanted to talk like was rappers. So it didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> like what yeah. it was like, yeah. we were like, who cares who's Cuban and white? We just want to be black. Our black friend whose dad was Jamaican, we thought was the coolest of the three of us just because Jamaica was cooler than like Cuba in our heads, which was just the most insane. <laughs> no, but that's true. That is true, though. It is cool. <laughs> but uh, so they would, his parents would always uh, speak Spanish around the house randomly, and it would be like, 
John, you want rice? And I'll be like, yes. They're like, si por favor. I'm like, si por favor. And then it was like, eventually, and then when I would stay with their grandparents, it would be fun for me to like speak Spanish. And then the realest shit was- Totally. And this is the most 90s sentence ever. Me and my best friend rollerbladed from uh, to a fucking Cuban cafe and- me capably alongside him easily we only ordered and spoke in spanish to the people behind the counter and i was like 13 and speaking like cartoon like in hindsight <laughs> i was like speaking yeah. i was being yeah. like level like like freshman spanish to these people <laughs> but they were so appreciative that i was obviously obviously just this little yes. white kid and so they i was like uh uh, Pani Mantequilla, and they were like, yeah, like cheering me on and shit. And I was like, so, like, I was, and then I left and I was like, that was fucking awesome. So I took the classes and they came so easy to me. And then school was already so easy. And now you're teaching me a remedial, remedial language that I yeah. already know. And that I know the rewards of employing. Right. So I just like don't do any work and just get like a hundreds in all my Spanish regions. And then I'm like, oh, and, it, it stuck with me. I don't speak. I, I don't talk to my boy Chris that much anymore. Actually, we talk, but just not in person. Uh, Is and, it all in Spanish? It's all in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, uh, we've been DMing in Spanish because I told because I told him I'm back on Duolingo. And what activated all this was uh, a couple years ago. Tiff and I went to Paris and Barcelona, and I wasn't even thinking. I in my head, Barcelona, they spoke Catalan or Catalan. Yes, I knew yes, that, yes, yes. But I didn't realize how big of a language Spanish was there. Like about Eng- about equivalent to the amount of people that speak English also spoke Spanish. So it was very easy. But I was like, oh, Spanish. And I was like feeling myself and a little confident and day drinking every single day. Sure, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So there's I, so many outside cafes yeah. and they're so fun to sit down at. <laughs> I was getting like white privilege fucking cocky with my Spanish. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. and then like the one thing I remembered from being a kid was and and from eventually was like como se dice, which is like how do you say? So if you say like como oh, se dice that's and, a good phrase to know and hold God. up something. <clears throat> Yeah, they can. Someone, the, the person could tell you. I'm like, ¿Cómo se dice? Uh, and point to like the shrimp on, and they're like, camarones. Yeah. And you're like, ah, see, sí, camarón. And then like over the course oh, of the six God, days, I love this for you. I want you to only speak Spanish to me. And and with my food and like how much I love food and and like to talk about food. And Barcelona is literally just uh, tapas culture. It's just like walk here, eat a bite, have a drink. Walk here, have a. So those are the all the vocab words. And then I'm getting like that reward of speaking in Spanish to Spanish speaking people and yeah. and feeling like I'm enjoying this city on another level. And then, yeah. And you mentioned it too, which is funny. And this is just classic fucking uh, heteronormative, but like seeing Tiffany be impressed by me speaking Yo, Spanish. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's there, there. I have a memory of being in a cab in Tokyo. <laughs> no, in Osaka where I am making this cab driver laugh. I am like making jokes and then he's like saying them back. And then he would say a word or two in English to Lauren, <laughs> like explaining, giving context. And I was like, ah. Uh, but I, then like right after that, I was like, I can't speak Japanese anymore. My head is exploding. <laughs> but that's like, that's for dorks like me and you. That's our version of like, hey, buddy, that's my wife's. Yeah, exactly. Just me trying to get us to the best ramen place in Osaka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me me speaking Spanish to the old lady who's grabbing me potatoes bravas, you know, like 
Uh, Tiffany's like, whoa. And, and, and you're just saying over and over, bravas? Yes. Si bravas. Gracias, miga. You know, it's just like, oh, my God, he's a hero. Uh, I, I had one of my favorite and most, like, sort of, like, meaningful moments in Barcelona. I, I was there by myself, and I, I took French in high school. And, like, Spanish is just, it is, it, in my head, it's just, I, I can't understand it. Even French is similar to me. But French, I'm like, I kind of know some of it. Spanish is just so, I don't know it, and I just have been, like, I, I, I find romance languages very hard. Like, I find both Japanese and German to be, like, I, every everything in it, I go, like, that actually makes sense. This is definitely you know? a line from the indie rom-com you're in. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> No, uh, no, I just don't understand romance languages. And then you're like, your girlfriend is behind you, rolling her eyes to her friends, yeah. like, and yeah. By the end, I'm like, "Como se dice, marry me." Playing the Spanish guitar like Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Yeah, only yeah, dude, exactly that. Um, but so when I was in Barcelona, I wanted to go see uh, La Sacrada Familia. Is that the name of the 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 Gaudi Church? Gaudi. Yeah, yeah. But I I didn't even the know how rules. to say that name. I didn't know how to say even Gaudi. I couldn't say like everything I was saying, I was scared of saying. And so I was trying to ask this guy who worked in the coffee house next to the hostel I was staying in. I was like, I want to go to like, um, yeah, church, um, uh, Dios, uh, you know, like just the worst. And then the guy just goes, he goes, and then he literally takes me by the hand. And then we walk for like four blocks where neither of us are saying anything. And then he like brings me to La Sacrada Familia. And I was like, and then he, he like gave me a hug and left. It was like, it was simultaneously the nicest thing and the most condescending thing that's ever happened. He took to me. me by my hand, walked me four blocks, turned around, kissed me on the lips and walked yeah. away. And I've been chasing that man ever since. So small, so soft. I loved him. It really was. I, I honestly found it to be such a moment that I, I was that really triggered an even bigger interest in language for me where I was like, man, he, he knew what I was saying. Like we we're all just trying to fucking understand the thing the other yeah. person is saying. And if you just give them a little bit, you know, like, yeah, what I, I think I, I want to pass this one Japanese language test. And then when I when I pass that, then I'm like, I then I will try to learn Spanish, I think, is the next one. Well, my question uh, for you is, uh, are you doing anything past Duolingo? Now oh, yeah. Are you, because I, I was considering, like, getting a tutor for, like, Zooming. Yeah. Are you Zooming? I, I, I do, like, once a month Japanese conversations with a tutor. Oh, wow. I also do, there's another app called Memrise, which is good for languages that I really like. Um, which is interesting because they do a lot of these video supplements where they have clearly just like cornered some Japanese person in Japan and are like, say this sentence. <laughs> the people, they are like, uh, and they look like they just don't want to be saying it. But then they're like, what is that saying? And you're like, I guess it says I don't speak English or whatever. And it's like, you just, it's the weirdest. And so I find that one fun. And then, during the quarantine, Rosetta Stone became free. And so I've been doing the Japanese on there. And then um, the there's a Reddit for learning Japanese. And it's just like people ask questions where, to me, what is making me feel confident lately is people ask questions that I think are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like all the, all the while, uh, every question someone asks, I'm like, 
whoa, I don't even know what he means, you know? And now I'm looking at him like, come on, man, just fucking, look, you know, you know what it means. Yeah, this is the moment, this is the moment in the, uh, in the war movie or the sports movie where in the first act you were the wide-eyed rookie who almost got himself yeah. his ass blown off or, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. almost lost a big game. But now there's a new guy in the team or troop and you're, and you turn to him and you're like, it's really not a problem, Pat. Like, and like, that's yeah. where don't the, be a pussy. Yeah. Where the, like the, the viewer learns like that character has changed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 We all go on that learning journey. Yeah. I once actually, I'm going to tell you a story that I've, I've told a few times. I'm going to tell it as fast as possible because I've told it once or twice. Never on a podcast, I yeah. don't think. Well, never on this um, one, so who cares? But yeah, great. <laughs> so I, w- I was once working on a farm. That was like when my dad died, I like applied to work on farms to do this thing where you can work in another country on a farm. And it's basically like they give you free food and lodging and all you got to do is labor. And I was yeah. like, that's exactly what I want to do. So I'm working on this farm. And I am clearly the biggest pussy on this farm by like a lot. And this you is know, a, like I, was this in Ireland? Is th- that no, right? that was in Ireland. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is in Kildare County, Ireland. And I am by far the biggest pussy. Like everything I do, I'm just everyone is embarrassed by me, basically. <laughs> and this one day, I'm like in the kitchen, and I open this cupboard to grab this knife, and then there's this like sh- what I perceive to be the the biggest and scariest spider I've ever seen. And so I I like fully jump back, and I'm like holding the knife like this. There were a bunch of other people in this room. And then the guy who ran the place, this guy, uh, I, I'll just say his name because it doesn't matter, Edward, he comes over to me and then he goes, what? And I was like, there's a absolutely enormous spider in there. It's crazy. <laughs> and then he, he, and he is significantly smaller than I am and like chubby and like, you know, he's just like not an intimidating guy for me <laughs> at normally. And he just grabs the spider by two of its legs like, he reaches down, and he, like, pinches two of its legs together, and it makes the thing go, like, t- totally, like, it's totally hardened. It's like, he holds it up, and it's like an ornament, and he's like, it's just, and he's, like, waving it in my face, it's just a garden spider. And then he just, like, takes steps over toward the garden, and he just throws it. And I was like, like, I, I was like, that was the hottest shit I've ever seen. That was so cool. That was so <laughs> badass. And then, so, like, cut to, like, three months later. I've been working there forever now, and I hate it, and I want to leave, and I'm about to leave. And this guy from Austria has started working on the farm, and he's younger than me, and he just loves me. He thinks I'm so funny, and, like, he just repeats everything I say. It's, like, <laughs> it, it's to me, it's the worst kind of relationship to be in, where I, I'm like, all right, man, all right. Where you start like, to feel kinda, pressure, like, where you're like, yeah, I, yeah. I gotta keep impressing this and, kid. And, and then also, like, I'm, I'm constantly going, like, you're not even funny, dude. Like, like he's like, uh, I'm, I'm so ready for to have lunch nom 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 <laughs> like that would be like a joke he would do a lot I'd be like oh uh, yeah uh, but so I was like so ready to leave because of this guy and I was just I was done with the experience whatever and so this one night it's like the night before I leave he knocks on my door and he's he's like red faced he looks very panicked he's like Mike there's a big spider on my wall and I, I, I and I know I get to do it and I just go in I, and I see it and it's huge and I just go like you just, it's a garden spider, all right? You just take it, you throw it outside, man. And then I literally left the next day, and I was like, that's the, the narrative. That's the whole arc. <laughs> we got it. There is it that, there are those things in like everyday life that are like, uh, not everyday life, in a bunch of different jobs and areas of life that are kind of daunting, but once you've done them once, they're not that yeah. scary anymore. Like, And then you're like, I'm not even trying to be intimidating. It right. just isn't hard. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, but for some reason- It's re- hard. There's like this, like when I was a lifeguard, it was like launching the boat 
uh, like launching the ocean dory, like the two man boat into the waves was always a little scary. And he was like, uh, always like, cause he could swing and hit someone. Or if it got spun around, you can get pinned by it. But once you did it once, and like you knew, you knew like how actually light the boat was once it had enough water, and how much, how fast you could actually move with the boat. It was so easy, but it looked so fucking badass. And because like when a big wave comes, when a, <laughs> yeah. when a big wave comes, you're supposed to lean down on the back of the boat to help them, and then all you're doing really is just riding the back of the boat, and you look like you're fucking yeah. launched into the sea salt spray and shit, and then like you just like shove this boat off, and they row off, and you look like uh, like a one man fucking like tugboat, and real- well, because you also don't look scared, no, exactly. so it also it and makes you look like ten times stronger. Yeah, like oh, he's just doing it. He yeah. doesn't even care. I'm not like oh, what's, what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just do it, and then once you do it, though, it's so easy, and it's humili- and it's like embarrassingly easy because when you like wa- turn around, walk back, people are like, "Hell yeah, man!" You're like, "No, yeah, no, yeah. no!" I, d- I don't want you to ever find out how easy this is because yeah, I, yeah. I'm milking it too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a well, lot. That, of- I, I honestly feel that like even just like with language, where I always go like, "Oh, Duolingo, all this shit, it's actually super fucking easy." Yeah, it's like. Even easier than high school, like it. Just don't be on Twitter. Just go on that. It's like the same fucking shit. Where like you'll get addicted to it, and then I'm just like, I don't know. I just know how to read that because when I can't sleep, I just look at that fucking character system. I don't know. (laughs) It's Twitter. Like it's just it's the same. It's Uh, it's almost like character system. Sorry, you said character system in reference to the Japanese language. In my head, I thought you meant the owl, the Duolingo owl, because you said character. (laughs) And so I start doing like an impression of like the owl, and then you're saying character system, and I'm like, I hope he doesn't think I'm doing like Japanese body language. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, so that's what he thinks Kabuki looks like. Uh, Take that makeup off. I didn't think that at all. No. Um, Uh, Although I didn't know what you meant. And also, they have done this like recent tweak in like the programming of Duolingo, where like the like animated little figures when you're reading a sentence, they're almost too animated for me now. Where like they they yeah they have like judgments and like you know they have preferences (laughs) where I'm just like he's mad. I didn't mean to make that guy mad. (laughs) You know, it's very bizarre. I would say once every. 40, 50 sentences, a sentence hits so hard and it's like, it doesn't make any sense. It, it's like, yes, of, of course I would like two sandwiches, please. Yeah. And I'm like, Who, wait, I'm like this, you don't need to know this. And I'm like, but this feels so personal. Yeah. That felt like I've been yeah. reading. It's like, are they learning? Is my phone learning about me to be like, this fat fuck's going to need two sandwiches if he's ever in, if he's ever in Puerto Rico, he's going to need Two sandwiches. <laughs> there, there's a, a super common Japanese sentence in Duolingo that is that, which is, of course I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Which has, it, in English, it, has such a tone to it. <laughs> I can't imagine saying that. Anytime I read that, I just go like, oh, my mom thinks I'm mad. That's yeah. like the only context I can think of that that makes sense. It's the most bizarre fucking sentence. And it's, moshiro no genki desu ka. Or no, o genki desu. Which I just go like, I don't need to know that. But then I go like, when I'm in the situation where I'm, I'm desperate trying to find a Japanese phrase when I'm speaking to someone in Japanese, I go, I'm going to say that. And they're going to be like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? What the fuck are you talking about? Of course I'm okay. <laughs> if, I, if, you just, if you walked past your wife and said, of course I'm okay. That yeah. would that could cause like she would, that's a conversation. She would immediately panic text someone. Yeah, She'd be like it's he's not something's bad. It's getting scary. 
<laughs> um, wait. So one thing we haven't really talked about is there's got to, and I'm, I'm sure I know there's research on it, but learning stuff when your brain isn't as plastic as it used to be, or your brain isn't as uh, spongy as it used to be is good. Just the, not only the thing that you're learning, but in a meta way, the art of the practice of learning. Yeah. Because it makes you look at everything else in a way where you're going like, like it, it makes you immediately question your knee jerk and go, wait, wait, am I sure that's how it works? Because you're, you're starting at a language at like the nuts and bolts. Right. So then like all these other things around you, you go like, well, wait, what are the nuts and bolts? How does that work? Yeah. You know, like you start to think about plumbing when you're complaining about water. Right. Yeah. And, or even when you're uh, like your brain is just in a world that isn't its own, like and not and not and more so than reading, but like interacting in some way. Like yeah. uh, when you are out of it, like that shit sticks with you in a weird way. And you're just like, like and it feels like it's the mental version of like doing some jumping jacks, you know, where Absolutely. it's like, I don't think 10 minutes of Spanish a day is going to turn me into like a fucking, you know, where I'm shutting off TVs with my mind or anything like that. But yeah. I, I, yeah. I think it's going to help me stay with it longer in life. Yeah, I, I like. do too. And it, and it feels good. Yes. Like, yes. Even, it does. even beyond like a self-esteem way, like it feels good, like inside of my brain. Like I, I say to Lauren all the time, I go like, Wait, it's. I just need you to see how crazy it is. I look at that and I know it means, and I just like it has a sound. I know it means ta or that that is do or whatever. And I go like, I I I like can't stop thinking about how cool that is. Like it's fucking awesome. It makes me feel cool. (laughs) Like I see it and I go, oh oh, I got an example right here actually. This is the bottom of my computer that says dope. Oh, that's cool. All right, but every time I look at it, I go like that says dope. Like it, yeah. it's not, it, it's like, it's just, those are the letters. It's like the alphabet. It, it's, it's like, oh. to me, I go like, learn that. It's the coolest shit ever. I just sat on my phone and now I know how to do that. <laughs> it's like a magic fucking power. It's I, so I, cool. Yeah. It, it, it is weirdly like, and that brings me to my next point. Another thing that I've been learning, uh, uh, that brings me to my next point is the most stoner thing to say. It's yeah. Like, you just like I shuffled a, a bunch of yet. index cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 well that's like one, that of, one of my closest friends always does this thing where when it, whenever i say something then he'll go like exactly and i always go like all right so that you knew i w- so that's your point what i just said all right so i exactly got what you're trying to say clear okay great. yeah awesome i guess that's great but uh <laughs> along the same lines this year in 2020 i was for a couple of months learning something physically new uh, besi- and outside of rock climbing, which is how uh, we hang out now. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that you've learned how to rock climb. No, no, no. I was <laughs> I was learning. It was terrifying, and I hated it. Uh, but I was also taking Jeet Kune Do uh, and like doing martial arts, and I was oh, doing nice. something new with my body. And even that, like, even. I, I would leave and be like, oh, my body is sore in a way that it hasn't been sore. Or I just, yes. I stood in a way I haven't stood in a long time or possibly ever. Like, oh, the, the yeah. stance I'm in is something I've never, I haven't done with my body at least 20 years, maybe never. But now I'm well, doing- Well, it also, you're just, it retroactively like makes you respect like the things you've seen that are like that. Like for instance, like the very first exercise I ever got into was Muay Thai. And so for that, I would do these other, like I was lifting weights for the first time in my life and all of it, I was like, oh, 
oh, all that stuff that I associate with this is actually even cooler than I thought. Like, suddenly I'm like, oh, Jackie Chan is like the coolest. <laughs> Fucking Bruce Lee is yes. like the coolest. But when I was just watching them with no idea about like physicalizing anything, I was like, oh yeah, cool, he's tough. But now I go like, no, he had like a tremendous discipline and he's doing all this shit, it's amazing. Oh, I, I, I agree. Also, like watching a sport, like when you're watching a sport that you understand or that you've played, Dude, that, that other basketball pe- is the only thing I understand, like sport I know. And I, I never watched it. I watched it in 2011. I was like, this, wait, this is awesome. And then I started playing it because I was suddenly tall. And then I was like, I got so into it. And now every time I watch it, I go like, it's the same as Japanese. We're like, I want to call Lauren and I want to go like, look at this sequence. Yeah. They managed to do the, this is, look, hold on, you know? That's and why it's the same thing where I'm like, you, you got to admire this. <laughs> I had a bunch of friends over to watch uh, the uh, previous Olympics uh, the where uh, rugby was in it for the first time and we were watching a lot of matches and just running people through details. I'm like, do you see this person here? See, they just ran. That's a hundred meters that they ran, and it was however, however long. Something you should know about that person is they weigh two hundred and sixty pounds. <laughs> hey, yeah. Let me ask you something, and maybe maybe we have this in common because I I think that we have a similar upbringing where we're like the like precocious smart child of the family that is funny that they like and maybe a little bit hate. Uh, we're like my or my dad was like really quick to anger, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that was like a always the experience of my life was um, my dad was like a smart lawyer, but I didn't like him and he was mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so, but I was always like, I do like him, but no one ever explains. I I felt like for my whole childhood, no one ever explained anything to me. Like I was always going like, I don't. I just gotta like figure. Like I I couldn't get to the. The, the point I was always trying to get to with everything where I was like, I get all the things you're saying. I want this other thing and I'm not getting that. And like, for instance, as you say, like, you know, that guy, look at how he's doing this to me. I, that was the kind of thing I always wanted. So like, you know, I, I know it's annoying to Lauren when I do it, but I go like, I problematically, it's like, it's, it is what I have always wanted, where someone goes like, he, let me tell you why this is interesting <laughs> yeah. and why this is good or yeah. whatever. It's sort yeah. of like it's sort of like a docent for life, like a music, yes. like a, someone to like just walk backwards <laughs> in front of you and yeah. like you have a headset on. They're like, actually, the reason the Prius has this curvature oh. of the windshield is, you know, yeah. like, that yeah, yeah. is interesting. It's actually more aerodynamic. <laughs> 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 That's so fucking yeah, it's such a cool thing and I feel like it's something that's lost on because yes, uh, we we mentioned uh, these two phrases earlier of like uh, we can say we're sorry, we can say we've changed we can change our minds on these topics, we can uh, uh, stuff like that. Along the same lines, I think there's also an, a comfort with looking dumb or not your best. And I think that's what gets that's the trip up for a lot of people. I feel like yeah. is sort of like, I guess you would say it's ego, right? Maybe I don't know if I'm articulating this correctly, but like to like lose the ego. I think so. Yeah. And, and truly, a great way to lose your ego is to uh, uh, 
do hundreds of shows for people to know yeah. to no reaction and like that yeah, exactly <laughs> you, yeah you yeah uh, it's very humbling yeah it's very you, humbling. you lose that ego and then you know well, because you start to go like wait a minute if if i say something that is extremely funny but no one's there it does not matter right and then you realize like if i say something extremely funny and a lot of people are there it still doesn't really matter <laughs> right and so then you go like all right well then just work forward everything is at absolute zero basically right. and so it's fine to be totally ignorant about something like that's the experience of even saying the number on the uh elevator in japan to me i'm like i'm actually asking right you know what i mean where i go like if you say actually we say it differently then i'll go like great oh i didn't know that so i just said san but i guess well, you i'll say be jumping whatever, off this you know? building when we uh, go up there but yeah. like it, it is <laughs> yeah but truly if you just go like of course i don't know you know, like with so many things, I go, just admit you don't know. It's so much better. You just say, oh, I don't know. Oh, I, I thought I knew that, but I don't I don't know that. I'll try to learn that. <laughs> yeah. And for, for example, like, I don't know if there's many 38-year-old dudes that would be comfortable showing up to a park to start learning a martial art with people that have been doing it for all different amounts of years. And it's yeah. like, oh yeah. And you're it's like already scary enough just to, and I understand social anxiety, I get all that stuff, which I also think I destroyed by years of like uh doing comedy yeah. like Yeah, a, yeah, you you me too. I go like I am socially anxious. I just have, I don't care. I just like, I've squashed it all. It's all of my anxiety and anger and disappointment and all the feelings yeah. I have. They're all in the same tiny box. Yeah. I don't care about it. It doesn't and, matter. Every once in a while, something blows through my head. Like that dude at the gym where you said to him, oh, I just was talking to Adam Pally the other day. That isn't the mutual friend you have with Adam Pally. That was yeah, someone yeah. else that now just thinks you're a dude who name drops Adam Pally yeah. randomly. And I'm like, every once in a while that creeps into my head that I did that three years ago. Or whatever. But like, let me it. tell you, let me tell you. And this is part of my psychosis. In that same thing, I would then go, I have to reach out to that person. Yeah. And tell them that. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's truly what I would do. I would go like, oh, I think that guy's name was Alex. I'm going to find him on Twitter or something. And I'll DM him and I'll say, I just remembered three years ago I said this. I do that shit all the time where I just go like, oh, yeah, why not? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to. I'll just free myself of that. I do feel weird and dumb about that. I've... I'm sure he's going to say, I don't even remember that. And I'm going to go, cool. For some reason, I do. Sorry about that. I do know him, but I wasn't trying to brag. I apologize about that. <laughs> I'm going to trace back because I think I know how I know the dude now. And yeah. I'm going to trace it back, find his email, and send him an email that's like, Hi. Dude, just do it. <laughs> I think I, I do this stuff a lot. I think Lauren thinks it's totally insane. <laughs> I, 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 think I, I, I think it might be, but I'm cool. I love it. <laughs> it. Honestly, it brings me joy. I the, Like two days ago, I, I like reached out to a friend I had like random beef with in high school, and I was like, Oh, I like that guy. I actually think that was just a misunderstanding. And I just told him, I was like, oh, that was my bad. I, I misunderstood this thing that this guy said when I was 15. My bad about that. And he was like, oh, hey, thanks for telling me that, man. I always feel like weird, like we aren't friends. And I was like, we should have been friends. I'm like, great. I felt that too. Have, have a good one. There's no downside. If you, if you don't care about being a little embarrassed or showing that you're kind of dumb, yeah, it's great. It's a great way to go through life. Once you realize yeah. everyone's a little dumb and every time you get caught being a little dumb, a, a good part of it's that is freeing. A good part of that, a, an important part of that is not setting yourself up as always right and infallible. Exactly. And like, like my with the key dynamic in my marriage is that I am like 
I will admit I am wrong before I am even proven wrong. <laughs> I'll, I'll go like, you know what? I am actually, that's more of a guess. That's not a certainty. Like, <laughs> yeah. I will back away from any certainty so fast. Oh, I'm constantly hypo- like constantly like telling Tiff, like right after I say something, I'm like, but that's sort of just like a hypothesis. She's like, what? Well, here are about five ways that that could be wrong. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> One step ahead of you, I already think I'm dumb. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, right. So that when you are wrong, it actually proves you're, yeah. you're smart. But I'm weird. <laughs> also the point of authority too like tiff's always like hey do you know what this means and i'll be like yes and say the answer oh, and then every once in a while same. i'll say an answer and then go you know what i'm not positive yeah. <laughs> I, I was well that was our confident. whole fucking when lauren asked me to do millionaire with her that's why i was like i i don't know i don't think i want to do it because i was like i think i'll just get it wrong even though like i'm sure i'll get a lot of them right or something I also go, I just don't want to be wrong and do, yeah. do that and make you think I thought I was right in right. this whole thing. So I'd rather not. But that's who you want. <laughs> that's who you want in a lifeline is someone who's going to be like, I'm not a thousand percent. I'm not a hundred percent confident yeah. here, but this would be my guess. Kill me if I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Like, yeah. but uh, rather than someone who's like, B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's B. And, and, and <laughs> certainty is something to be skeptical of. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I'm so actually <laughs> to, to be really annoying and pretentious because I think only you would almost like this, but even you wouldn't read this guy. Uh, there's this Thomas Pynchon line I love so much that's from uh, Mason Dixon, which is truly a fucking. It's a triumph of literature. It's like the best fucking book I've ever read. Uh, but he says, "Who claims truth, truth abandons." And I, I, that, that is like, to me, I'm like, I would get that fucking tattooed on my teeth. I love that so much. He, he, <laughs> who, he claims, who claims truth, he truth who claims abandons. Truth. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. It's this. delicious. I'll send you the whole quote. It's like four lines long. It's so fucking good. But well, just like that idea, I, it is very deeply embedded in my soul. Yeah. Like, damn, that feels, that hits hard. That hits hard in a time where, um, all authority is being like questioned, broken down at its core. Yeah. yeah. Explored all, all authority is being reevaluated in a way yeah. where it's I like, love it, man. Yeah. I'm really just, it's, I think, I guess I, I think I'm an anarchist, I guess, <laughs> but I just go like, it's not working. <laughs> It's all not working. Like there are some pieces that are working. If you're saying it's all working, you're wrong. It's just not. It's so fucked up and backwards. No. It's just, ugh, it's crazy. <laughs> but shit, yeah. Shit objectively needs to change. Um, it's just like, I guess you would call that anarchy if you're trying to be like, you know, scary. But I'm just like, I, I think it's just like realism. Yeah. It's just like, wait, all of these people say it's unfair. Right. The the majority says it's unfair. Right. Then it's unfair. Yeah. Then we it's... are human beings. We create our truth. There is not this objective reality. There are I was just gonna say if all of these other pieces, man. We're all playing the game. If we all think the free parking rule makes no sense, let's yeah. fuck oh, if ni- if ninety-five percent of us say this free parking thing is bullshit, and and again I'm being wildly reductive here, but if we if ninety-five percent but five percent of us who keep landing on free parking is like, no, we have to keep free parking. Yeah. It's, it's like, real, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, I think it's like, well, let's defer to the fucking ninety-five percent. But also, of us. you know, like can can you assess for a moment, like, 
you know, I, I think of like in other parts of my life, if something like that happened for me, I would I would be on the side of people going like, no, we have to free parking is good. But you go like, yeah, but now when you're not on that side, do you see how it's not true? Yeah. So like, then it's not true. Right. If it's not true for all of us, then it's not true. Like, stop it. Stop it. But it's like, it's the more I'm like, oh, I would, I would, if I was like 15, I would be like, I earned it. I meant to roll seven. You you wanted to roll seven. You didn't mean to roll seven, you piece of shit. Yeah. Also, you have those weird dice that keep coming up seven. (laughs) Oh, it's dice. It's dice that you gain from your generational uh, dice. Uh, uh, Oh, your, your grandparents, grandparents, grandparents had these fixed dice and they pass it all the way. And in that family, that's just always been right. All right. Well then I guess we got to respect that. I didn't know. Well, I got news for you, pal. Then I don't want to play this game anymore. (laughs) I will say this. I quit this game. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Mike, dude, thanks so much for taking the time to come oh, on. Are we mind. done? Bro, it's been two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> are we done, bro? I, my, I, I have 180 are gigs. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I was so enjoying myself. This was great, man. This is I one, of my, this. one of my favorite bits in the world, by the way, is to when my wife asked me what... Uh, by the way... All bits now are exclusively for my partner, so I can't. I, I have no, I have no audience anymore. Yeah. So yes. I'm all these bits that I love doing, quote unquote, aren't for coworkers or friends. <laughs> I'm barely hanging out with anyone besides Tiffany. So the, this bit I love doing is like, Tiff's like, <laughs> she's like, damn, it, what, uh, what time should we eat dinner? It's getting pretty late. I'm like, yeah, it's nine forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. like seven p.m. No matter what, yep. I love. I just be super specific about an insane. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, that's the heart of it improv you know like it feels right because it's so weirdly specific i do the same thing i was i do i do this one thing to lauren that i specifically think got to like its height last night where she just was like why would you do that (laughs) which was that she was like eating soup and she goes can you grab me some garlic powder and i go sure thing i go into the kitchen i grab (laughs) onion powder and and then i also grab garlic powder but i hand her the onion powder and she goes no, this is onion powder. I go, no, that's garlic. And she goes, no, it's onion. She shows it to me. I go, no, that says garlic. And she goes, what? And I go, no, I'm sorry. I brought the, here's the garlic. She's like, what? 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 Yeah. It's just I, so annoying. I think what we're describing is gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just both openly admitted to how fun it is to gaslight women. No, you're being crazy. I'm being nice. <laughs> I am informed you must have your period. (laughs) All right. I do think that's a good note to go out on. Check out, check out Bruce listeners. Check out Bruce Brothers on Netflix and Mike. Just check it out. Yeah, and Mike. Anything else you want to plug? Because you're doing lap time stuff over there, right? You guys are doing uh, watch alongs and shit. I, I edit it as well, which I really enjoy doing. I want to say that. I would say, if anything, anytime you have a complaint about how it's edited, complain directly to me. <laughs> We're not outsourcing it. You know, th- there are comments about it as though it's me doing it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's- every time it's like, 
oh, Gabrus, like Gabrus forgot to do this, or I can't believe Gabrus never missed. An-. It's always like it's someone else that's doing it, both the positive and the negative, and I'm not responding yeah. ever anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yo, for me, it's me doing it. <laughs> All right. So come for- I'm editing this bullshit. You heard All right. Him. So come at me. Come at him, bro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the podcast is very fun. Uh, subscribe to that. Uh, yeah, and you're at the Mike Castle or at Mike the Castle or something like that. D- not even close. Neither of those. <laughs> at Castle Mike. No. At Castle starring Nathan Fillion, comma Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a drama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at Magic Mike Castle, thank you. Oh, I at, magic. And at Bike Tassel. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Very easy to find. Hopefully you know how to spell tassel. I will uh, yeah, especially if you know that yeah. <laughs> They're not spelled the same. So good luck to you, my friends. <laughs> hey, fuck SEO, baby. I'm on my own out here. Uh Listeners, I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Uh, listen to Action Boys, uh, uh, Raised by TV podcast, and the Gino podcast on Stitcher Premium, promo code Gino. Um, thanks for fucking sitting here, man. Uh, let's, uh, I, I pitched it. I don't know why I'm pitching this on mic, but let's uh, get high and have conversations off mic uh, over Zoom. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's turn it into content. It's like, Gabrus put out two half hour Mike Castle episodes. <laughs> On like a random Sunday, <laughs> it's like, they, um, they both aren't insist- talking about anything. <laughs> yeah. They both insist. As a matter of fact, a lot of it was like weirdly personal questions about taxes and stuff. <laughs> they don't get it. They don't understand how it works. They think they're making content, but some shit is a conversation. <laughs> some shit's better for text. <laughs> uh, bye, shitheads. Bye.